right around here. Recording again, this time with increased volume. Increased volume. Give me there. Okay, now what if we're yelling over each other uh, like this? Stop, it's going to pick up. up. Oh, shut no, up, you shut, shut up. up. You shut up. You shut up. Eat your soup and shut up. Eat your soup. Eat your soup. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. That's what I was going for. Okay, nice. You did a good job. What's up? It's us. Favorite Brooklyn bloggers. That's us. Keeks. Yeah, that's us. This is Nick. This is Keeks. And we are here in Brooklyn. Uh, you gotta tell them. We're gonna start getting so confused. This is Nick. That's right. That's Nick. This is Keeks. Welcome to Here's a Podcast for Half an Hour. Episode 58. Cinquante Ocho. In French? Uh, Cinquante. Very nice. That could be wrong. 58. Um, uh, favorite. Uh, Bears player wearing 58, Roquan Smith. Easy. Wow. Very, very promising. I don't even know. I almost went uh, Pino, uh, Tino Isimoa. Isimoa. That's incredible Piso, that Tino you know Isimoa. two number 58. But I think, no, I think Tino Isimoa was number 59. I could be wrong. Danny Drayton now, I think, wears 59. This is Roquan incredible. Smith, 58. And he's a great, he's a very promising young player. If you're not a Bears fan, if you're not a football fan, you should be a Bears fan. Burgess. 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 There you go. James Burgess, who Shout I think is a new. To number six, uh, Smokin' Jay, who's looking over us now on this pod. I thought when you said, tell them they're going to know, we have to give some big news. Oh, tell Nick, them. Nick no longer lives here. I moved out. Nick moved out. He fucking, he moved out. I'm now the only, we now live apart again. We're now doing a long-distance pod relationship. We've, yeah, we've been on and off for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, And So here we are. We've been together for a long time. Now we're apart. Here but we now have the new studio. We have the new studio, which is an old studio, but now we're... Oh, we got the new studio. I've got a new studio. we got a new studio. It's, got, little... a, it's, it's got a slanted floor. So yeah. with the dynamics of the room might be a little off. So that's, what that's, all, that's, what, that's what I'm hoping for. Big, big changes. changes around the corner. Uh, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else we were going to touch on before we got right into this? We're oh. just touching on stories right now. Oh, wait. Sorry. I forgot... It's been a while since we've been in the space, so maybe it's time to hit a little room tone. And that was room tone. That was the sound of an empty room. Great harmony, Nick. Thank you. We did a really... And that was the sound of a nice, nice firm, firm handshake. handshake. Sultry voices. Sultry boys. We sound good. Soft throats. That's us. Uh, so we're touching on some good stories this week. We're doing a little yep. In My Brain of the Week. That's a quick story out of Scotland. Keegs hit us. Uh, then we're hitting uh, Ford, building death robots. We're What's hitting next? murder. And then we're hitting... Sorry, no, we're hitting murder. Then we're hitting... Well, Ford might be murder. We're hitting a murder before that. Some old people. Yeah. And then we're hitting at the end. We're wrapping up. Nope, we're not wrapping up. We're doing murder. We're doing Ford. We're doing some bad teaching again. And then we're wrapping up with a... Calling from our science call guy. Calling from our science guy. Been a minute since we heard from him, but have no doubt. He's been working hard over time. Um, in my brand new week, yeah, out of Keeks, Scotland, we basically, a chess piece is discovered. Well, we'll tell the story from the start. Uh, we have a chess piece that's bought for $6 in like 1964. It's passed on from father to daughter. Okay. Um, also, that's expensive for a chess piece. Let's start there. I don't want to jump in too soon, so let me, let me, yeah, yeah, I have one fucking, big question. Yeah, wait. Yeah. Fucking wait. It's a rook. Okay. That I mean, yeah. That's, that's the cool chess piece, I guess. Oh, okay. But... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Chess piece is bought for $6, 1964. Dad holds on to it, passes on to his daughter. It's like lost and forgotten in this cabinet. Discovered and just like brought to an auction house. However you do these things, it's worth $1.3 million. It's like from the medieval ages. Yeah. So this thing's going to be sold. She's going to be fucking set for life. And why don't you jump in with your take first? Who just buys one chess piece? Okay, yeah, so that's a great question. I think, like, maybe if you're enthusiastic about chess, you just buy one piece at a time, but, like, then you end up with a really janky-looking fucking chess <laughs> I was going to say, set. I feel like if you're enthusiastic about chess, you actually would never do that. Right. I feel like you're just like, this little piece, 
right. is cool and will look good on my shelf, I'll right. buy it. Yeah. If you know anything about chess, you know how useless having a single... A single fucking piece. It's not a doll. I've definitely seen the like beautiful, handmade, Absolutely. full of chess sets where I'm like, okay, right. that's a piece in your home and it's also usable. But just one rook? If I had to choose one chess piece, I would choose the rook. Really? I think so. What would you choose? Uh, this is the nerd hour on Here's a Podcast. Are you happy I mean, I, I would... Because I'm not a big chess guy... I'd either go something that you know is like all like the queen would be kind of cool. The queen is sweet. But I would also go the coolest looking chess piece. I think is the knight. The knight is very like cool it's too. It's a sculpted horse. It is very cool. The rook is so stocky the and rook powerful is, though. Yeah, but the rook is the arguably one of the most boring normal chess pieces. True, true. Because it just looks like a building. I think there's beauty in that simplicity. That's I really fair. would have pegged you as a chess guy. I mean, my brother. So I could have been a chess guy, but my brother, my younger brother, closest to me, two years younger than me was like a fucking brilliant chess player. And I mean, to start, way smarter than me. Same my and, little brother. Way more of a chess mind. We'd play when we were kids, and like, this is how I got turned off of every game that you'd think I'd like. Like, right. you look at me like, that guy likes Magic the Gathering. No, my brother 100%. kicked me, my ass in Magic the Gathering, over and over again. I'd be like, looking at the things, being like, this is a really cool card, what is this doing? But like, doesn't matter, you lost, you can't use it. Because there have been things from your nerdier past that I say, like, it's interesting you don't do the whole... Right. The whole nerd. This gives me a lot of insight. Yeah, no, it's because he kicked my ass. In chess, for example, I was playing my brother, and I basically got him down to he had only his, like, king and one other piece left, mm-hmm. and I've got four pieces left. Like, I had finally fucking... It was one of those vacations. If you had all day to spare, parents won't let you play video games. You're with, like, a bunch of girls. You don't know what to do, so we're playing chess, and... You're desperate. <laughs> you're desperate. And he basically keeps on moving his guy back and forth as I'm encircling him because I don't know like the intricacies of chess I just had worn him down through just fucking I see where this is going and he made the same move five turns in a row and he just goes yeah it's stalemate and I was like what and he goes yeah if you make the same move five times in a row it's it's a stalemate a rule that I did not know so he pulled that out of nowhere wins I mean ties on a technicality when I had him and like I was fucking like 16 years old I've been trying to beat him in chess for 10 years so now now we played Nothing. So back to this chess story. Um, my take from this is so I have a different take than than you'd expect. What, right. what, what take would you expect from me? Fuck them. Sort yeah. Of. yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think. I'd say that, that might be my typical response would be fuck them. Yeah. I looked at this story and my first thought was was just like resignation. Like I just looked at that and I was like, fuck. If I found this chess piece, I would never have brought that to like. I would have never done any of the work. To get this, figure out whether this piece is worth a million dollars. Yeah. And it's not because I wouldn't think to. It's because I'd be too lazy. Like, I've got... We're looking right now at, like, four pieces of medical equipment that, like, I've had to return for a month. That will cost me, if I miss the deadline, thousands of dollars. Right. That, like, I cannot afford to pay. I'm just... I have not had the ability to send that shit in. And, like, then I looked at this, that's what I thought. I thought if I found that fucking chess piece, I I just, like, put it off. I would have thrown it off. I would have been like, ah, oh, that could be worth some money, but like, what's the effort? I got to go down to the fucking like, the auction house in this small town in Scotland and sell it. And I just think it's shown that like I'm changing as a person. We're now at the point where I'm like, yeah, fuck it, like I, yeah, I'll never be a fucking millionaire. I'll never be a fucking millionaire. So basically, you've just given up. I've given up. Yeah, completely. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah I'm any type of success. I, I, or just new things in general. That's yeah, what new I'm things in too. general. Yeah, new oh, things oh, not new for chess me. piece. Trash. Yeah, trash. Yeah. Oh, dad brought this for six bucks. What a fucking loser. Well, think about how fucking Marie Kondo is probably like ruining. Oh How my much God. like priceless shit is being I'm tossed? Sure. I'm sure. I'll tell you, I, we may have covered we this. We hate Marie Kondo. I, I Marie Kondo in my room. I threw out so much shit that I need. 
Oh, 100%. Like, I'll say it. Like, I am struggling so hard on workout t-shirts right now. Like, t-shirts <laughs> that I looked at, and I was like, of course this doesn't bring me any fucking joy. Like, I only wear it to go to the fucking gym. It makes me look kind of fat. Like, it smells like shit because it's been my workout shirt for three years. And that's why I wear it to the gym. And I throw it out. And, like, what I didn't realize is, like, oh, yeah, I actually fucking need that shit. And so, yeah, Marie Kondo, I didn't think we were going to get here, but here's a good old... Fuck, fuck you. you! That sounded nice from Handshake. Uh, Nick, let's hop into the first story. First story. We're talking murder in an old people's home in France. Oh, in France. Yes. And Tell us about the story. Well, can you first pronounce the name of the of The France name of the town is Chazy Surman. Okay, great. What does that mean? Uh, no idea. Okay. I can look that up for you, though, while you explain no, that's fine. what happened that's, in the story. That's, that's, that's fine. That's, I know that it's so in Haute de Nord. Which is in the north of France. Oh, okay. okay. It seems that is great. It is Northern a, France. A small village. Colder up there. Yeah. Farther away from the Pyrenees. Also true. Closer to England. They had a horrible flash flood and mudslide in 2009. Wow. Okay. Um, and that's about all there is. So about. a place of trauma. Place of trauma. Yeah. Okay, great. And now. And now, murder. Murder. Moida. <laughs> Old town in Chaise de Marnay, north of France. Nailed yeah, it. Okay, I'm a natural. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, basically, 92-year-old woman is found suffocated in an old people's home. Suffocated, punched, like it's just obvious. Even like when you're a murder, you know, murder person, like you you solve these things for a living. Also known as a detective or a police officer. Oh, I thought you meant murderer when <laughs> no, you no, said no, a no, murder no. person. Very confusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a thin line. It what is. side of the gun are you on? The departed. That's true. Okay, there we go. And they use murder person <laughs> a lot to explain everyone's role in that. You got a 92-year-old murdered. And uh, you're able to tell from the looks of her face that she's suffocated and punched in the head. Then you have the 102-year-old woman next door who basically starts ranting about, like, oh, I killed someone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Her neighbor killed her. It got me thinking of, like, one. The, my, again, my first instinct on this was not my typical reaction of, like, wow, that's crazy. What's going on with my you? My first reaction was, like, this actually makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Hey, ton of sense that was me my reaction like, too you're 102 years old and like you've got some fucking like kid some 92 year old kid next door like giving you a hard time and you're like all i'm trying to do is live my final days out in my retirement home yeah in peace and you're bugging the shit out of me like yeah you had a good life you got to go there's not that many repercussions to it anymore too like i could see it as like this is just kind of some excitement <laughs> right like i'm staying in this whole person's home right i don't have that much time left anyway like what are they gonna do throw me in jail cool let's see how that goes yeah and like, like it's a new, it's a new experience, right? Exactly, and I will say, I mean, we talked about this with like an old woman, like kind of shooting guns off at kids a while ago. Like it's not yeah. just like I just don't give a fuck anymore. Like I've lived my life. Yeah, like, I'm doing every action I'm doing is pure impulse. Like oh, jealous. kids are bugging me, I'm gonna shoot a gun at them to scare them off. Like 92 year old neighbors piss me off. Yeah, I'll murder them. Also, look, all due respect to murdered person's family. He kind of got bodied. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be able to fight for yeah, fight you gotta, off you gotta be able to fight someone off, twelve like, years your senior yeah, at that point when you're so damn yeah, old. Right. I so I'm sort of surprised they both ten didn't years die. Not math guys. Oh, ten years. Sorry, yeah, I, thought, I, mean, I thought it was right, exactly. It's a very fit hundred and two year old to be able to be like murder you. Yeah, I just most of them don't have it in them. Yeah, I'm like to punch yeah. someone. Like, to, it's the pillow. It's to like get up and like right. right. I mean, just like, attack someone. So, but tough look. I was at the doctor this morning for the ninety two year old. But like, kudos. As of, much as kudos can be to the 102-year-old murderer, like, you've kept very fit. Yeah, I want to say two things on that, too. Like, sure. I also feel some sense of, not that I want to kill someone or that I'm a sociopath, but I feel some some jealousy towards that age of, like, man, you just went you just went for it. Yeah. You're just you're shooting just, just impulse, 
And like that's what behavioral psychologists and like the great philosophers should be studying. Right. Is people at that age who oh, are yeah. pure just fucking neurons firing rabid animals, you know? Yeah. I mean we're set, we're spending so much time in our PC culture on like college kids who are sending it, you know, and like jumping off of shit like while chugging a beer. In terms of the consequences, like I'd be much more interested in looking at old people sending it where it's like, hey, here's something that uh, is going to end my life the way I know it, and I don't care at all. But of course I'm going to send it. And then it's also a little different, like, you know, like, I'm not watching, like, a kid jump off of a roof to, like, become a paraplegic. No, In you're watching... Way, I'm watching, like, an old person be like, oh, this is actually bettering your life. This is all painting murder in a very positive manner, which we don't mean to do here. We're spin zoning. But this is we're spin zoning. Yeah, we're doing a little little of this and this. This is our yeah. hot bread content, baby. You pay for this. It's a crossover. Right. And it's you a owe content us. crossover. We pay for it. You owe us. Yeah. The other thing I was, was at the dock this morning, and I saw a very old man being pushed in a wheelchair by a younger woman who was also old, and his feet popped out of the wheelchair thing, and she had to put him up, and he just, as she was like trying to work his feet in, he started going. <clears throat> He's like a bald guy, big nose, like 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 a like a yeah, like a talent. He looks like yeah, he yeah. looked like an evil evil man from a cartoon. Evil and as he went, <clears throat> as oh. she moved, I was like, oh yeah, he would kill her if he could. Old if people he, are, are terrifying. He was super scary. He didn't they say so a damn word. Rage, I think, but he was ready to hurt her. Yeah, I tell you, I think that's one of the reasons that I'm a little worried about getting old. Is I have so much rage in me now. Yeah, like how's that going to be when I'm old and like can't do the things. I don't want to think about it. We're going to send you off to Shezzy Sukman to calm you down. Yeah, exactly. The the murder. This could be... Okay, so we could have, like, a fucking fight club going on, one. Yeah. Two, my thoughts on this are, like, one, brilliant in terms of... I had to think... I don't really know how old people's homes work, but, like, have to think that last suspect... Like, the 102-year-old couldn't have been the first suspect in this, unless there's some level of, like, there's been a rivalry of some sort. Like, you look other places. You look at nurses... You look at Sarah, like, you think that's far more common in terms of, like, workplace, workplace abuse yep. than, like, one patient killing another. So, great planning on that aspect. Bad planning on the fact that, like, the 102-year-old brain is, like, a little too old to remember how to get away with murder. It's which is, like, not to be pretty sad. Of, like, I've murdered someone. Probably went to bed and was like, don't tell, and then woke up yeah, and was like, was I like... told! <laughs> it's kind of the way my brain works in a lot right. of ways. Yeah, but, I mean, it's yeah. true. But I, I feel, I do feel, that's shit that you can't even try to cover it up. Right, I know, it's just like, ugh. But the body works, and but the again, mind is the, just a little behind. The good guy in this, in this story is not the 102-year-old murderer. No, no, no. I think no, we've no. had a tough time with that. We are not the murder person. Murder. We are the murder... No, no, no. The murder people who's, who uh, they were investigated they were good. They saw, well, they didn't have to do much work. Fair. Because, again, a little too old to get away with murder. I'm not going to... You know, they're still doing God's work out there. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. Let's hear it for the Everything boys Everything happens in blue. for a reason, except for murder. Yeah. Nick, next story. Hit us. Next story is one that pisses me off. Ooh, hit me. Ford, the motor company, you know... That was me hitting Keegan. I hit him good. Ford, the motor company, you know, the backbone of American industry, has built a robot. Mm. Keegan, can you tell us a little about the robot? Sure. I mean, we touched on this before. A lot of this has been on, on what was it, Boston Aerodynamics or yes. something. So that's a company that we've touched on a lot. this distinction is important okay. for me. Okay, good. So, yeah. so we've Boston covered, Dynamics, I believe. Boston yeah, yeah, Dynamics yeah. is a company that we've covered a lot because every advancement they've made in robot technology. And listen, dear listener... They've made a, a number. Like, we got robots that can navigate, they can open doors. Yep, stand do, up. They can peel lettuce, aka human flesh. Like, they can do any number, they can run. Everything that they've been done, I mean, in terms They're anthropomorphic, of, they look like people. It's yes, frightening, yeah. They, they, like, we've pulled back the curtain to see, like, obviously this is something that if, when, you know, when the algorithm reaches completion, climax, this is going to bite us in the ass. Like, we're building, Boston Dynamics is building the perfect hunter. Nick, Ford has now built a robot that is designed to deliver packages to your home 
can navigate up steps and on uneven terrain and can avoid slash recover from being bumped, shoved, resisted. Yeah. I have a, I have a lot to say here. My first take, the if you're ready yours. for it. I'm ready. Like, how is Ford already behind? You know, Boston Amex is doing their best. They're pushing the industry. But you know Japan. You know Korea. You know Russia. It's probably way far ahead on Oh, wow. so you're saying that Ford should have designed this killer robot yes! earlier? Yes, yes. Wow. American, not the take I expected that's from the, here's yeah, podcast. I was, I'm yeah. proud of this take, I was, and I believe it, which is like <laughs> fucking American Just automakers already. behind again. Like, oh, yeah. oh, again, how late were you on the electric car? How late were you on hybrids? How late were you on the... Like, you know, any sort of future technology, you're right. still just making the same fucking right. Ford F-150 pickup. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you need a bailout. How is being this behind in the robot race? Like, I am not pro-robot race. I don't want more robot. But you're pro-America. But I'm pro-America. <laughs> pro-America. A pro-America, and, pro-American jobs. Yeah, and a pro-American jobs. That's another point. Okay. The other thing is, like... I don't need to get into it a lot, but at work, we're talking a lot about guns and gun violence, and yeah. I've met people around the country now that that have guns and are law-abiding citizens and second. great Hold people. On. This is me dabbing Nick's mouth. He's drooling. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm he's, he's pissed. foaming. How many of these things are going to get out of their fucking, like, self-driven car, go up to someone's porch, and just get shot at? <laughs> Immediately. 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 It's like, it reminds me a lot of, like, the, you know, the robot, the last kind of walking robot we have, which was this, like, adorably named robot, um... I know Barstool covered a sport years ago. It was so fucking funny. They had this uh, robot oh, I remember this. that was going like from uh, Canada and was going to hitchhike basically across the country. And like the goal was to end up in a final destination. And it was this like robot that basically would stand by the side of the road, had some level of of navigation. Yeah. And it didn't make it far. It like made it through New England to Philadelphia, where it was decapitated and like. They basically have video of someone just like drop kicking this thing's head down the street, like comp- yep. completely dismembered. What do you think gun owning America America is gonna do when like they hear the ominous steps on the door? And like I'll tell you, from Colorado, where like people, someone hears footsteps at like an, I don't know, it's just I'd like be a lot scared of people too. who don't lock their doors and have ranches, and like with the understanding of like you trespass, you get shot. Yeah. You're a robot who has taken my friend's yeah. job and now is delivering a package to my door? Yeah. I'd yeah. Shoot. I'd shoot it, too. I'd pull the trigger. I'm yeah, goddamn 100%. Trevor. A counterpoint to your point on Ford being behind, it may be behind in terms of killer robots, which I'm sorry you're disappointed in. Yeah. What they're not behind on is I didn't see this. I can't help but see this. January 19th, 2019, Ford designed a sweaty robot ass to test their seats that okay, mimicked cool. a human sweaty ass. robot ass. A human sweaty robot yeah. ass. Which, I mean, like, look, I'm pretty much... A, is against AI as you can get but yeah. if you're going to find a way to fix my sweaty ass and it's going to take a robot that seems like a good that seems like a good use of technology right. that's a productive use of technology right. it's like the ad you're upset that like someone else is building the atom bomb first I just think it's it like it might like be our it, end of days it's classic American industry there mm. you know it's like you get cocky and I'm just I guarantee we're falling behind I, I know the people at MIT and Boston AMS and Silicon Valley are doing their thing right but that's happening in China too yeah, and well. not to say that I'm some anti-globalist blah 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 but you know if we're doing yeah, a build you know, up you know what those blah blah you know what those blah blah because I don't yeah. but if we're building up robot ca- killing capacity like Ford better step their shit up yeah this is really this is blindsided me yeah I did not expect this from you I'm fired up you are fired up yeah I've been I've been marinating this one this for a little is, you while you move out and something I don't recognize you yeah I'm glad I think it's good I think it's good AI last story Oh, not last story. Not last story. Almost we got last that story. Secret. Yeah, this one, Keegan, one. this is a classic. And from your teaching experience, I, I would love to hear your take on 
what happened here. Sure. Okay, so we touched on this last week, I believe, or two weeks ago? It was either last week or... I think it was two weeks ago, Yeah, actually. so, I mean, we talked about last week how much trouble Missouri, the state of Missouri was having teaching sensitive subjects. Um, we talked about how they played a slavery game uh, earlier in the year. Yep. And how recently they got in trouble because they had an elementary... A fifth grader basically uh, allowed to mimic, dress up as Hitler, give speeches. Right. And, like, students... The issue is not that students were giving him the C. Kyle salute. It was that students were giving him the C. Kyle salute outside of class. Um, we talked about how this was an issue. We talked about maybe some um, some tweaks that needed to be done to certain curriculum and certain methods of te- teaching. I think we drew the line at pretending? What did we drew the line somewhere that was pretty generous towards yeah, it was a generous the idiots line. teaching in Missouri. Like, it was like you can dress up as someone. Oh, right. It was to dress up as someone because you were upset that you wouldn't be allowed to dress up as, like, the Mayans. Yep. You wouldn't be able to I was, obviously I was upset about the Mayan, right, right. what we call God, the Mayan God simulation. God forbid. As well as the Ellis Island simulation. A lot of great simulations. Oh, great. Yeah, I yeah, did yeah, a lot a of dressing lot of up in elementary school. Not problematic dressing up yep. in Chappaqua. Great. I dressed up as Jane Goodall in third grade for a <laughs> biography project. Speaking of, I also as a kid dress up as a lot of female, like, historical figures. It, it explains a lot. It explains so much. Yeah. I mean, my take on it was like, I'm the fucking man. Me Which too. I was, I did, and I am. We got laughs too. Yeah, we got. Yeah, it was balls. It was, like, it was, it was like attention. I did. It was like, I, I got balls. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't do it. Like people weren't laughing. Maybe they're probably laughing at me, but like, right. I wasn't like, oh, I'm doing this to be funny. Right. Because I respect the shit out of Doctor Goodall. Right. And I still do. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> She's still, again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who said shit about her? <laughs> but I'm saying, yeah, it says a lot about a person who is willing to cross dress that early. Yeah. To, like for right. the spectacle. Yeah, exactly. Like not to say anything bad about cross dressing. Only in no, not at all. Of, like, my reaction to it was, like, oh, yeah, like, girls will think I'm cool because, like, I think this 100%, is cool. 100%. Um, which, like, obviously is, might be a little misguided. Either way, we, we were kids. We drew a loose line. We drew a loose line. Speaking of New York, New York teacher, elementary school teacher, has been suspended um, for an undetermined amount of time because she started p- teaching. They started playing. No. They started putting on a fake slave auction in her classroom to teach about slavery where black students were basically brought to the front of the classroom. They were given a... They basically were put up there and then white students were assigned a price to bid and once the bidding was over there was this whole role playing that took place in terms of like black student Nicole, white student master, etc. Basically we could have drawn that we could have played the beep game in terms of beep when this starts to get bad and like this we'd be off the You wouldn't right hear now. anything. It's like the show Chernobyl like we'd be fucking atomized at this point. Yep. Couple problems with this. The real problem is, oh boy, we don't know how to teach bad subjects, like slavery or yeah, the Holocaust. that's a real problem. Right, that's a real problem. The other real problem is teachers are so obsessed with role-playing. Yeah. Like, that is my take from this, is I was thinking about it and I was like, I did a little bit of, of being in school for teachers, and the problem with this is that teachers are so obsessed with, like, turning things into games. Well, it's because you just want to let them well, do like their own engagement. thing, right? It's yeah. like this brilliant thing of, like, let's get students engaged. Like, that's the the very brief amount of time I spent in a graduate program for teaching. We were taught, like, lecturing is bad. You want to do things that engage students intellectually, like, come up with games and shit like that. Get it. Right. So that makes sense in this regard. Yeah. But, like, we've taken a step too far. Yeah, like, let's yeah, get yeah. back to the lectures. And I think this is probably part of the problem of, like, why you shouldn't teach elementary schoolers slavery this early is because how are you going to keep them engaged? Like, a fucking elementary schooler who hasn't developed any sense of perspective yet isn't going to be able to appreciate a lecture on slavery. Like, the way you engage them is through dumb, shitty fucking games. Like, you go from, like, whatever the fucking candy island to fucking Monopoly. Yep. To slave uh, Another fucking issue that came up was, like, another school in, like, Jacksonville, Florida, I think, 
was playing like a slave monopoly game. Yeah. Where it's like there's just some things that aren't supposed to be legitimate in games. You know? No. Yeah, I think that's a totally fair. Like, I think we can teach the Holocaust without like making our students like go through the logistics of designing the final solution. I think it's probably fair. Right? Does, I mean, you, don't I, need to, you don't need to gamify that. You, I think you can. <laughs> there can be engagement without trivialization yeah you sure yeah i think every other teacher in the fucking united states is not sure my response in this was far more um i guess condescending to other states please tell us like i i I don't i want to say i expect it from if i saw this headline i would have guessed a a state that wasn't new york yeah not to say new york doesn't have a lot of problems but new york it's a different kind of racism here you know it's it's anti islanders and i don't mean caribbean islanders i mean like long islanders and staten islanders (laughs) And Italians and oh, Irish, yeah. you know, Sorry, like let's, let's not forget the racism towards Italians. Yeah, like that's what I like about New York City. You know, if you're All making right. fun of people, it's because you're making fun of their shitty New York accents or blah blah blah. Like, this isn't the, this isn't New York. I don't yeah. like this. This isn't the New York I love. That's true. And as so a couple, I expect this right. out of Louisiana. Of course, of course. And given, and I'll say this about myself. There goes my presidential campaign. Of, Gone. In terms, in terms of. In terms of, uh, you know, how uh, racism should be taught, is a couple of white guys are probably not the authority on this. Certainly not. Certainly, Certainly not. not. But I would agree with Nick. Like, I like looking at Yankees games and saying, like, that guy's a Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's, like, that's <laughs> a lot of fun. You gotta beat that out. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's insulting. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Like, like, I mean, like, sort of. Okay. But, like, how is any, is any, like, ethnic slur towards Italian-Americans bad? Like, no, because they're entrenched power right so like it's a that's you're punching up right punching up that's what i'm doing yeah i'll never be rich you're so punching i can say up. what i want you're punch, yeah yeah you're sort of irish right so you're punching yeah. laterally yeah that's true yeah, yeah, yeah thanks yeah. i appreciate it I'm sort, of, <laughs> sort of irish pretty jewish yeah. yeah i can say what i want that's not true either way it's, either way. it's good to know that either way maybe no, we got a little off the rails right, there that's fair and we're obviously not the authority i here. will say up to this point hey congratulations no tangent this week no tangent oh no we did we touched on fucking cross-dressing as kids yeah that's true that's, that, that's, that's something our, our, i think our listeners are interested in knowing yeah, a little bit our past true. like i, mean, I also i learned about you which is nice that like that's true why some of that your past doesn't fit the archetype that i expected yeah. you know of like you're a kid who was you know had nerdier pursuits right as did i I won't fit in a box. Yeah. I won't fit in a box. I will say, we, we've made a huge effort towards limiting tangents because of some uh, drunk advice I got in a bar from uh, someone who listened to our podcast once who basically said, I cannot keep track of what you're saying if I'm going to listen to you on your way to work, on my way to work. Like, you need to fucking limit the tangents. We've made a huge concerted effort to stop the tangents, limit them, limit Nick to one per day. Yeah, it sucks. Um, and I talked to this guy and he was like, I, he was like, what's your podcast about? And I was like, well, we had this whole conversation about it. He has no recollection of giving us that advice. Goes to show you, we bleed for you. We bleed it's for this. True. We'll listen to any any response. Will will change. Have you seen the movie Bleed for This? Here's a tangent. No. No. I watched it yesterday. Decent movie. Miles Teller is great in it. Right. That's Miles Teller, it's, and he's yeah, got he's the, the metal. Action. The metal. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Um, it has like maybe there's like in terms of boxing movies, I don't think any movie will be as fucking like the boxing will be as immersive and as cool as. Cinderella Man, yeah, you like Ron Cinderella. Howard just knows yeah. how to shoot like a it's boxing great. match, like that. I mean, that stuff is. If you haven't seen Cinderella Man, one, it's a great movie, but great two, movie. the boxing in it is like I don't know. I have never boxed. It's very good, but it's very very good. And like I love Creed. Like, look, I love Rocky. I love the fighter. Like, I it's hard to find a boxing movie I don't love, but like there, it's a step above in my opinion. Like the cinematography behind the boxing match. So the boxing match in Bleed for This, Bleed for This, like wasn't the, the coolest thing. But oh my god, the fucking moment, like, you know, the moment in every box, it's like the pump up movement. 
is so fucking cool. It like almost makes it worth it. Almost. And you, you're a big Miles Teller guy. Yeah, I think I I read that one article where like he had the reporter cut his meat for him, which yeah. was a little weird. I've tried to, I really tried to justify that in my head of like, well, yeah, like maybe you'd ask him to cut your meat for you, but like I never <laughs> yeah. I would choke on a piece of steak before I cut it. Like, so I don't know. I don't know if he's a good person or not, but I think he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor too. Um, but uh, I'll check. I'll check the check movie out. I mean, yeah, there's just it's ridiculous too because you're watching. You're like, I'm pretty sure it's in the preview, but it was cool. Let's see. We've got a special. It's been a special, while. Uh, voicemail for us. Um, Science guy Brett in LA crushing the content game. Check him out at Infatuation LA. He's incredible. Uh, he's doing awesome, awesome stuff out there. He's been busy, but he's also been busy keeping his eye on the times for us, uh, making sure this bread is hot, making sure it is toasty, making sure it is nice and warm for you and it hits your lips. This is an original Brett story he brought to us. Uh, we listened back to the old episode. It's awesome. We're talking something very foreboding. We're talking Science Guy Brett, Rat Longworm. Let's cue it up. Hey guys, it's Brett here. You're here's a podcast. Are you happy now, Science Guy? Back from sabbatical to talk to you about something that I've warned you about before, rat lungworms. Now, rat lungworms are a parasite that you can get if you come into contact with slugs or snails or anything like that. You can get it from eating raw lettuce, and it this parasite gets in your brain, and it can kill you. Now, this most recent case is in Hawaii, and it it's a, it's, it's a kid, a 20-something-year-old male who ate a raw, alive slug on a dare. And he died. Now, this isn't something that I ever thought I'd have to warn anyone about as, as an official science guy, but don't eat live slugs. Even if someone dares you, I know that it can be embarrassing if your friend dares you to do something and, and, and you don't do it. But if it's if, if the dare is to eat a raw slug, just don't do it. Eating raw slugs is canceled. I'm, I'm canceling eating raw slugs. Have a good week. Don't eat any raw slugs. Look, I mean, you can't say it any better than yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a strong take, and that's what we that's what we pay him. It's canceled. That's what you pay him for. It's canceled. Raw slugs. Uh, I, so I, here's the thing: I've been eating a lot of sushi recently, trying to eat more, a little, a little healthier. So my mercury levels are rising up. So I before this week, I would have said no chance I'd ever eat a raw slug, but I'm also eating so much raw sushi right now. Like I don't know, tartare is the new thing. Like, yeah. Tartare is fucking in. This story really bums me out because it, it hits super. It hits close to home. Like you could see getting Hawaii. Well, Hawaii, Your true. Home. My home, my home state of Hawaii. <laughs> um, but you know, you could see getting dared into doing something like that. I was trying to think the last thing I was ever dared to do, and I can't. We really don't dare that much, but peer pressure is something that, and that I, like our I, childhood yeah, that dressing I use up often. Yeah, and you know, we're people who like to entertain, and you could see eating a slug, and thinking there'd be no. You're twenty something. You're invincible. This is sad. Rat lungworm is dangerous. No more eating slugs. No more eating slugs. And just to review, rat lungworm, we talked about it yeah. again on pod episode 30. Whoa. So almost half of a podcast ago. Isn't that crazy? That we're, yeah, that's incredible. Like that doesn't seem like the last, the second half of this podcast has flown by. It's really fast. Well, yeah, we're, we're humming along. We're humming along. Thing. Um, we talked about it. Rat lungworm, basically rat ingests this larvae. It grows in its lungs. It goes to its heart, goes to its brain. Rat coughs it up. Swallows it back again, shits it out. Yep. Slug eats it. So like one touches every part of the rat. That was two. A, yeah. Rat it, it involves being swallowed, thrown up, shat out, swallowed again. Like the process, and then swallowed again when you eat it. Yep. Like the process towards this is just like is insane. It's, like, it's a long. It's a road. lot of pooping and, sh and yeah. throwing up is what it is. 
it's a long road for this be to, to happen. My question for this is like, one, how does this impact S cargo? Can you get rat lungworm from like what are we eating slugs or snail? Like what's the difference between a slug and a snail? Ooh, science guy. We'll ask him that I next have, time. I have one I mean one has a shell. Okay, that's a very, very good, very good point. That's why they pay but us big. Essentially and, the but essentially, the that's the for handshake, and that's why they pay us a big that's I understand. The guy. I understand yeah. the question right. no, but, philosophically. No, 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 but I mean, this is why we have a science guy. I do not know the difference between a slug and a snail. I don't think I do anything like, I think that. it is only, yeah. like, when a snail loses its shell, does it become is a slug? Is it a slug? No, it's still a snail. It's still, okay. Or maybe it's not. Science guy, help us like, out. Please help us. Please, we're fucking spiraling. Next, can you get rat lungworm from eating a rat? I never want to find out. Because I don't know what's going to happen first. Is someone going to eat... Well, no one's going to eat a raw rat. Not raw, certainly. Like, you'd eat... A, that's the danger. Is like, you'd eat a raw slug. You're not cooking a slug. No. You're, you're not cooking a you're, slug. You're, you're eating it off a of dare. You're goldfishing it. Right. You know, like the right. way people used to eat live goldfish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, bottom of the barrel tequila. 100%. You're not eating a raw rat. So, yeah. I guess that's... I guess if you are eating a raw rat, like rat Not without a fight. Not without a fight. <laughs> rat longworm <laughs> is, like, the least of your worries at yeah. that point. If you're going for that raw. Huh, scary stuff out of Hawaii. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Keep your hand on the swivel. Big shout out to science guy Brett for coming at us with that story. Uh, calling us on short notice. Uh, we love him. We need him. We need a science guy. What is the difference Thanks between for calling, a slug Brett. and a snail? Please, for the love of God, help us. Uh, you got anything else for us, Nick? No, this is a great pod. Yeah, guys. Episode 58. Here's a podcast recap. Now, we've got some big, big news coming up shortly. Slashing it's towards either, episode 60, it's too. Either, yep. It's either coming next week, maybe the week after. We'll see how things play out. It's going to be big. Look forward. Big shout out to our sponsor cities. LA, home of Science Guy Brett. Boston, Steamboat, New York, Brooklyn, Miami. Do not forget Gunjani. Chicago, Chappaqua, North Vermont. Who the fuck else knows? That was 10 cities That's right 10 off the bat. 10 sponsor cities. Give us an ad read. One of those cities. Bill de Blasio. <laughs> Come on our pod. Bill de Blasio. Very short. He's very short. The ad read or his height? Well, I mean, not. Listen, Bill, if you're listening, we will. It can be a long ad read. Yeah. Fix us fucking subways. Please. I was talking about his stature. Stop running like referencing a, a, you know, a little, little, little Trumpism. I got you. Yeah. Not a friend of Bill de Blasio. No, no, no. And neither not. are we. Neither are we, but not a friend but of Donald no, Trump But not either. a friend of Donald Trump either. Friends with no one. It's friends of no one. Friends of no one. Episode 58. Here's a podcast. Are you happy? Here's a podcast. Are you happy now? Thanks for tuning in. We nailed Room Tone. Fucking pay us. Nick, are you happy now? <laughs> no, are you happy now? <laughs> Absolutely not. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.